0: You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success, with your co-hosts ADWCTA and Murfs.
1: Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Adam
0: This is Murfs. Hello. Uh, we are recording this a little bit later than usual, but for those of you listening on Spotify or wherever you listen, um, it shouldn't really make a difference. Uh, yeah. But we are recording this Sunday night. We're going to talk some Hearthstone like we always do. But if you're thinking, oh, man, I haven't been really catching up on Arena news, but I know this was a huge week for announcements. (laughs) You are true in that this was a huge week for announcements, but Arena, not so much, unfortunately. But we can talk about some of the announcements because earlier today, uh, basically Sunday, December uh 18 oh actually it was kind of like yesterday and today so i'll just say this weekend um they gave big news about hearthstone esports now for the constructed portion i'm going to simplify a lot so some of you out there might be listening and be like wait but you missed this you missed that you know we, we don't talk about constructed that much but the important things for constructed in my mind are that Grandmasters is going into the final year. Um, There's gonna be a four week season one that will feed into a reduced 16 player final season. So Grandmasters, if you care about that, that is ending. It won't end effective immediately, but this will be the very, very last season. Um, They're redoing the way that they're doing world championships. I don't want to do a disservice so you can read all about it you can go to play to play and read all about that what i do want to talk a little bit about is battlegrounds because everybody has been clamoring for competitive battlegrounds battlegrounds Mm -hmm. esports and we got an announcement sort of blizzard has been hyping it up a lot Uh, I I think a lot of people were expecting something pretty big to happen with Battlegrounds. And what we got was basically just a little bit of a teaser. So what's going to happen in 2022? We have something called Lobby Legends. Um, And here's kind of what we know so far. Uh, Throughout 2022, there are going to be tournaments or events for players to win a share of $500,000. That's pretty good. That's a decent amount of money. I wouldn't mind a chunk of that. Um, But what's going to happen is that, first of all, they're saying they're still working out the kinks. So a lot of things aren't set in stone yet. And what's happening next year is not going to be set in stone either. They're figuring stuff out, but they want it to be a global event and they want it to feature top ladder players from the Americas, the Asia Pacific, Europe, and China. So these four regions, they are going to be pulling top ladder players as in MMR, as in your MMR matters now. Uh, uh, if you think it always mattered, sure, that's great. But no, it, it it didn't. Like it really didn't, okay? It matters for money now. It matters for money now, right? Not just uh, a number that you can wave around, okay? Um, so we're going to have events they are going to be invites based on your ladder placement couple of questions i'm sure people are wondering right now that we don't know (laughs) number one how many people will be invited right like because all says is top ladder players are going to be invited it's been confirmed that yes okay so it's going to be people it doesn't matter about your stream size or whatever um you could be not a streamer you could be a very small streamer as long as you fit the criteria of being one of these top ladder players you will be part of this event which is great but we don't know how many players that is what's the cutoff right is it like top 10 from each reason region is it top 20 is it just top two it could be i don't know right like Uh, And this is something that I'm just looking at Twitter. Blizzard, through some of the representatives, have said, obviously, we're going to get more information in the future because we need more information in the future. This is merely a teaser. I think, overall, the Battlegrounds community um, and the reaction to this news is uh, a mixture of excitement because there is competitive battlegrounds sponsored by blizzard now right like we've had tournaments but they weren't really sponsored by blizzard or they were just some invitational events in which let's face it you had to be at least a decent size streamer in order to get into um but also a little bit of disappointment because uh, I-, I think a lot of people saw the hype around this announcement and they were hoping for more information For me, uh, the jury is out. I can't really judge what's going on because a lot of my opinion will be based on, for example, how many players are you inviting are there going to be play-in tournaments, right? Like, are they inviting, let's say, the top 50-ish from each region and then having them play it out and then there's sort of these qualifier tournaments and it's going to be a while and then afterwards, like, the top 16 out of those qualifiers go to this bigger event. Obviously, that's a lot more work. That's cool. But it gives someone like me an opportunity in which, like, I think if I practice a lot, I think if I try harded, I'm like, could I get top 50? Maybe. I, I, you know, I believe enough in my skills that I you, think I can. I, I've done it before, like multiple times, but it's yeah. been a while. But like that, I think is possible for me. If they say it is going to be like top four, top eight, top two from each region, I'm just like, okay, well, that that's not happening. Um, it's not just like being realistic with my inherent skill level um a lot of it has to do with when you're talking about like top 10 top eight top four top two ladder it's about skill and it's about time and i know the people who are at the very very top for example the um the xqns right uh like those people are playing and studying all day you just have to once you're at that level um the grind is insane so you just have to Mm -hmm. be at that level and for me uh my limit whenever i try hard is like okay i can play (laughs) like five to six hours each day and then on the weekend i can play like you know eight hours this is like if i go at it I'm, I'm thinking i'm like okay if i just dropped everything else and if i really want to make a run because i care about these invitationals a lot i could do like five six hours each weekday and then eight hours each day on the weekend and i'm like is that enough for me to learn for me to play enough to rise to that level like a top 10 in in the end stages of the ladder i'm like no no like, it's, there's no way. Um, just the time commitment itself is not enough from me. Um, and that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. But I wouldn't want to know that before I decide either way. So mm-hmm. as of right now, it's it's kind of like, okay, cool. Uh, we have BG Esports. This is a long time coming. I, I, I would say that to a lot of people... It's not like oh wow we have this. It's like oh thank God we finally have this. Um, so because Murphs, yes, what about
1: arena events?
0: Arena events. I'm. You know what? I think there must be a word limit um, because they didn't include it. But I'm sure it was right under the news about masters, grandmasters, world championships, and battlegrounds um but i i'm sure next time you watch like uh you know like a dreads or a redbeard or a judge stream they'll 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 have much information about this super big million dollar uh arena multi tier tournament that they have next year uh, uh, i'm i'm looking forward to the multi tier tournament i think it'll be fun to watch yes so look um battlegrounds is obviously where Popularity is in Hearthstone right now, and not just right now, for like the past year and a half. Uh, ever since Battlegrounds came out, it's been like huge, but w- we see where it's going. So, these lobbying legends, I'm really looking forward to seeing how far they extend it. What is the level of involvement they want from people to even somewhat compete in it? Um, because I will say, if they're saying something like, oh, we will take the top 50 from each region for like play in tournaments. I think I would try to go for that. I'm not saying like I would definitely get it because BGs, it's been a while since I've been competitive, but I think I could realistically have a a good shot of making it into the top 50 on any leaderboard uh, and staying there for a, a good amount of time. But if they are saying we only want the absolute, smartest people who are also willing to grind um i'm just going to be realistic i i can't ever get there uh you know me just playing like 5 6 hours a day only having that amount of time to learn also having to catch up right cuz i have not been keeping up um as much as other people have um and that is also fine like they they are doing what they want to do um and i wouldn't be surprised if lobby legends is something that they want to ease into so it's not as inclusive next year and maybe more inclusive in the following years I, I i don't know that might be something that they do but um i think this is fairly exciting and of course all joking aside uh there is no news about arena uh, arena was not mentioned in this article hearthstone east the article's name is hearthstone esports evolves in 2022 you can't evolve anything that doesn't exist arena basically doesn't exist right now so no evolution is happening with arena unfortunately
1: but the the bigger problem with with the uh thing is uh we're now like what like two weeks after the release of the expansion they haven't hit the button yet like, I don't know why they haven't hit the button. People are up in arms. You see this in the front page of the regular Hearthstone subreddit. Not the arena HS subreddit, the regular Hearthstone subreddit. People are getting really fed up about a bombable lieutenant. Um, I'm not as fed up about it as other people, I think. Like, I think it's, like, really kind of a... Uh, like, I don't know that is a bigger problem in the arena, but it's about the same size problem as, as Yasera. It's not a significantly bigger problem. Because it's not as good as Yasera. Like, you can just look at the win rates if you want. Like, they're both S-tier cards, but there's still a difference. Uh, but people are really getting fed up uh, uh, with it. No, no response from Blizzard. No acknowledgement of the issue. And they didn't even hit the button. Right? So... Like, we... they don't need to ban the card necessarily if they lower yeah. its offering rates to legendary status. Right? Which, honestly, is only, like... Like, the difference right now between epic offering rates and legendary offering rates is a 2.5x multiplier. So it's not that huge like we're we're, so we're talking like if you nerfed uh abominable lieutenant to be 40 percent of its current offering rate you've effectively made it a legendary
0: we are um a few weeks into the patch and it's gotten to the point where i think the community largely can identify cards that even if the majority don't think it's like super problematic. I don't think a lot of people would mind if it was taken out, or at the very least, this I think is universal. Um, everyone would like the button to be pushed because yes, why right are you not now, the button. Demon Hunter is at fifty five point six percent, which is like eh, it's like you don't really want one over fifty five, but like this is fine. What's not really fine is Warrior and Druid basically at 40%. Druid is barely 41%, warrior is 40.4%. Otherwise, you have hunter at 45% and I I think a quote healthy meta you have to be within like 45 2. to 55 5? and that's even too much. No, 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 that's too much. Between... Like that I, I'm I'm saying like the closer you can get, what you really want is like if you can get a 6 point swing then you're like really good right so like uh 53 47 you're feeling very good about that you should be aiming towards that i understand some metas it's hard it, you know and sometimes it is hard you got a lot of moving pieces and uh that's tough but what you can't do is have a meta in which you are pushing outside of that ten point swing, that that boundary. Like th- those are absolutes. Like you cannot have it more than that. So Dima Hunter is definitely pushing outside of fifty five. That's tough. Druid and warriors are are poop. They they are bad. Now here's the thing. I've actually played two Druid runs. Um, one on stream, stream, one off stream. I actually did well. Uh, or like, uh, the one on stream was seven. The one off stream was. I think it was like eight. Um, you just have to play mid range. You have to go face. You have to kind of say, "Well, I'm a little bit screwed if that bunker sergeant, but is it worth playing around?" Sometimes yes, but for me, a lot of times it's no. Uh, and then I just have to take those risks. So a, a lot of the same things that I do when playing like a, an aggro hunter. Um, I'll, I'll just do that and, and play a little bit more solid mid range. Mid range, but. Uh, I would also consider that I got lucky in my Druid runs, whether through the drafts, which I thought were like very decent. Because uh, the one off stream, I also had two like teacher's pets, I think. Uh, and those were just really, really solid in the early mid game. Um, but they don't feel good. <laughs> They're not really fun to play. Uh, Mm -hmm. I will say I have not played Warrior. Warrior is one I have stayed away from just because I looked at the cards and I'm like, this doesn't even seem fun to me. I have fun playing Hunter. I have fun playing Druid. Uh, Mage is number seven here, but I will say from personal experience, um, Mage just feels pretty good to play for me. And part of it is my strategy is just, uh, first of all, uh, just draft box or rune forehead
1: yeah just get offered no just get
0: offered box or rune forehead um and then if you can't okay grab all the wand thieves grab all the generation you can somehow get a rune or a box i'm not kidding in which this is the mage strat and then Mm. you play towards that play towards getting it and then play towards surviving to do it if you have to inefficiently used cards that's great box catches you up and more so i don't know if people are playing that incorrect incorrectly um i'm guessing they might be because i played a decent amount of mage in this meta it's not too hard number one to draft a box or a rune or even like a box and a rune um i'm not saying you know you're guaranteed those but it's not too hard and then after that to generate it whether through wand thief to generate it in other ways um arcane dynamo like someone is mentioning right now is a car that is not great in some classes really good in mage i would take that as well right so that's how i play mage now and the win rates aren't good but i'm like yeah you know i think some people are trying to play mage a little bit more tempered a little bit more fair and that's not how you play mage. I am just playing to survive until I play a stupid box to blow them out. Um,
1: okay, but, but to, to be fair, it, it's not that easy to, to draft a box or a rune. That adds up to 20% of decks have either a box or a rune. And you could tell the, uh, the offering rates are different. Rune has a 15% index rate um whereas puzzle box has a 6% uh, index rate because the puzzle box probably still has an adjustment that has been carried over from previous metas where they were like oh puzzle box too powerful must adjust down. Yeah. Okay. So, um
0: we need to push the button. That that's something uh-huh. that everybody agrees with. And the the problem with this Meta, like if you go to Arena HS, um, there's a lot of people complaining about X card, Y card. Uh, There's a big thread. It's like, oh, what are the most important things to learn in this meta? Um, And it's like, oh, don't do this. Don't leave multiple minions. Don't leave one big minions. And like a a lot of it is jokes, but some people are. When you look at it, it is kind of sad because a lot of it is just like well if you do this you can get blown out if you do that you can get blown out and it's true the blowout potential in this meta is super duper high and there's still obviously skill involved in risk assessing i will always risk assess i'm like okay i could get blown out by an aoe here i could get blown out by night captain i could get blown out by this i'm like what hurts me more what don't i have a response to you know these are fundamental questions that you can ask yourself but a lot of times you're just like ah man this feels bad that feels bad and then there are the things in which you can never really plan for, uh, like a Ysera, right, if they just drop it. Because y- Ysera is, like, very different from them just having an abom- Abominable Lieutenant. And then maybe it's you're lucky that they don't eat your biggest minion, and you can clear it, uh, whether mm-hmm. like with a Hex, because it's a Hex meta, by the way. But this meta certainly doesn't feel great right now. I'm personally kind of at the limit of me having fun with it because I played a decent amount at this point. Um, I've actually played a decent amount off stream. And it's to the point where I'm like, I understand the risks involved every single turn. I understand (laughs) what I should expect and should not expect. It doesn't matter a lot of the times. And it's about how good you feel anticipating these things. Because when you anticipate things, but you can't do things about it, um, it doesn't feel great. So, like, I guessed that this Shaman could have, uh, for you know, another 5-drop that freezes everything and becomes, like, a 10-10 or an 11-11. Could I do anything about that? No, I, I couldn't. Um, I have a hard removal in the deck. I didn't draw it. You know, I didn't draw my, uh, you know my own sort of hex i didn't draw my own uh five drop elemental thing that freezes everything so uh, yeah that's... I, I i guess it it sucks to be me <laughs> um but that's basically it like i can anticipate these things i can think about these things and some things i feel good about anticipating i'm just like oh i should take this slightly inefficient trade going into turn five to prevent the night captain because otherwise i'm like that's too big of a swing for them and i'm like okay cool cool and i do this and whether or not they have a night captain i'm proud of myself because i'm like you know what i can't risk it that's too big of a swing that puts me way too behind that's nice those are the things in which and this is why when we talk about night captain it's like okay this is an acceptable level of mm-hmm. swing right we're at the limit Common, now almost always draft right right um and I'm like cool you know what that makes me feel good because I anticipated it I looked at sort of the odds I'm like everybody has a night captain you know there's been some cars or like earlier on he had awkward turns his hand is probably pretty big where the chance mm-hmm. that he has a night captain fairly high you know um so i'm gonna play around it by being a little bit inefficient this turn and that's good i feel good about that um but stuff like a yasera that is something in which i don't feel good about and there are a lot of cards that i don't feel uh-huh. good about about that, people can just throw out as bombs. Now it doesn't. Well, once again, I, I've uh, I've had some pretty decent runs this patch, um but you also, in a very like, I think this is a very human reaction. I just get annoyed at bad losses more than I feel
1: rewarded for good wins,
0: and I yes, think that is how it always just is always is good
1: of the game. Like, it's you don't always like that. You don't good wins because you're always good. Your good wins are just like a little bit better than always, right? <laughs> like if you normally get a 98 and you get a 100, you're like, all right, I got a 100. But if you normally get a 98 and then you get a 50, you're feeling a lot worse about the 50 than you feel good about getting a 100. But yep. that's how these swings go for good players. And this meta is terrible. Like I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, this is a story from like two hours ago. Um, and it is the story of a, of a poor boy who drafted a Ysera, a Earthquake, a Tidal Wave, an Alexstrasza, uh, you know, a bunker, well, all, all, this, all this stuff, had a curve, you know, all, all, all the normal stuff it would take to make what would seem like a good deck. And, um, uh, this, this poor boy only had four board players in his deck. Um... And, oh, and two of those 2 ten taunts that freezes everything, a lot of taunts, you know, a lot of heals, uh, full curve, um, but, but only four board clears. And uh, the deck only won eight wins, because for three of those games, the poor little boy, whose who's name is Avukta, uh, only only drew zero board clears and in, in his first 20-something cards from his deck so the odds of that low but even a deck with a absurdly like with a better than average amount of taunts with a better than average amount of board clears with plenty of heals and with the exact types of cards that you're like afraid of in this meta because they're so op and swingy even that doesn't matter because it's about whether you have what it takes to counter what your opponent has put out so in this case, whenever the opponent puts out pressure, you have to have that Bunker Sergeant. We have one in our deck. We don't draw it sometimes. You have to have an Earthquake. You have to have a Tidal win. You don't have to have anything specific, but you need something in that category of overpowered crap that does X. And um, just because you have it in your deck does not mean that it will win you the game because you may not draw it. Uh, two of those losses, one the opponent also played a box, and the other one the opponent played his own Ysera. But, you know, um, I, I, it, those were all games that would have been winnable if we just drew any of our four board clears. And we just didn't. So, that's normal in this meta. In a normal meta, that's probably not going to lose you the game, be, even if you never draw those things, because you have a ridiculously powered card as Yacera. So, in a kind of perverse way, in this meta, because it's so rock, paper, scissor on what you happen to draw, the deck quality, like, if you have enough random countery stuff, you'll pick off some wins. But there's just never any security, even in good decks. Like, I, when I looked at the deck, I said, this is everything I could wish for for a deck. I probably want one more 2-drop, you know? But, um, really... We... I think we have less than a 50% chance of getting 12 wins. Even though we have all the big hitters. Why? Because it's this meta. And I'm not, like, afraid people are going to come out with a better deck than this. Or at least we're not going to face three people with better decks than this over the course of our run. We have a really good deck. But but, but at some point, we're not going to draw well. And then we're just going to lose to way less good decks. Now, if you're one of the way less good decks... How often are you going to face a ridiculous deck that draws poorly? Very infrequently. So you don't feel that good. But if you're a ridiculous deck, you don't feel that good either. Because you have a much higher chance of getting screwed. This just whole thing is just pieced together to make good players feel bad. No matter what. Like, it's it's a very frustrating meta to play in.
0: Yeah, so I, I'm i at the point where... um. Once again, uh, as you have seen, I think in you know if if you watch uh, different streams or, or whatever, um, especially in the early weeks, uh, lots of people got like high wins. You know, you, you can have a decent average here, uh, but am I going to keep playing Arena in its current state? You know, sort of like non-adjusted uh, with these current win rates. I don't know how much longer I'm going to play it for because I have seen the new cards, I have experienced it, and the the shine is wearing off pretty quickly for me so I certainly don't expect for us to get anything anytime soon because we are less than a week until Christmas and then we have New Years. Um, I, I definitely don't expect anything. And when I say I don't expect anything, there's no sort of like, oh, they should do something. It's like, no. It's like companies shut down during this time because people need to see their families. They need rest. And okay, okay. But they should have done something before. They should have time. done. They should have that's, done something. That's the problem. Right.
1: It's not that, oh, so am I disappointed? it's It's You should have gotten your work done before Christmas. Right. Uh, they should have this done so something easy. beforehand. Am I going like, to... you knew this was going to happen. And sort of you. like
0: extra guilt or whatever you you know however you want to uh talk about it for them not doing something in like the next two weeks no like i think nobody can expect anything in the next two weeks um and also i understand that they've worked hard at like this announcement or kind of thing but listen when you guys implemented this micro adjust thing many years ago part of and i don't remember the exact announcement and then with the conversations that we've had the implication has always been okay we understand this is a complicated system and it is not elegant right it's definitely not elegant people need to go on hs replay to see what's going on however we can act very fast now yeah that is the benefit don't you guys want something that can be like you know done very quickly we 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 can do this an and we know they can do it very quickly. They've
1: done it three days after the release of, of yeah. the expansion before. So we know they can do it if they want to. So they don't want to, or something like seriously freaking broke with the button. Like one of two things has happened: either they just like don't care at all, or I mean, I guess the third one is that they're looking at this and thinking this is good. We don't need to push the button, but that can't be it. They're not that dumb. So, so I think the button's either broken. Yeah. Or they, like, just, like, have not worked it into their schedule to look at Arena, even though it's been two weeks after the release.
0: And I would just say it would definitely be a little bit disappointing if they looked at this. And also, if it's not easy, I would also appreciate them coming out and just being like, hey, guys, this... we just want to let you guys know that this is a process that us changing these numbers and they don't even have to tell us specifically like how it's done you right. know they don't have to show their work but i'm going off by what you guys have communicated and mm-hmm. years ago a- and they have you guys have not said anything and by you guys and it's obviously blizzard um you guys have not said anything to the contrary you're like by doing this system that frankly we don't like um and we have expressed it um by doing this system blizzard is able to act very rapidly right Mm -hmm. like because they're like we can just run the data we can look at this and then we can boom adjust right on the spot um if it's not that easy i would appreciate them sharing that because as of right now i am still of the belief that it is easy because you guys told us it was easy Mm -hmm. and if it's not
1: fine that's like what happened. Did the button break? Because at some point it was easy. Like it wasn't like they were was. like overselling how quickly it can get done. Because they got some stuff done very quickly. Yes, sometimes. But it was a while and ago. Other times, yeah, it was a while ago. But at other times, they've like just not right. Like okay, even very recently, they've had uh, an adjustment like within one week of release of uh, of expansions like this year. So, you know, if it broke, it broke very recently. If it broke to the point that they can't do it within one week. But more importantly, it's um, before they used to be able to do it in in three days. Uh, Right. So, like at some point, this button thing was at least like, oh, we decide we need to balance the arena. We can push the button. And,
0: and here here's the thing like one of the reasons that i think the arena community is pretty frustrated is because of the lack of communication and i don't know how blizzard views it internally i know for me and i believe for a lot of the arena community we wouldn't view it as like oh man like it was like kind of like a oh i told you so and this shows like real weakness like I would like to be told, if it is true that this takes quite a lot of time, I would personally adjust my expectations. I would. Um, and, you know, we can keep on working through that or, or whatever. Um, but as of right now, I, you have you guys have consistently pitched this as,
1: like, this is very easy yes, to this adjust. This expectations that the arena community came up with from nothing, right? Yes. It's not like, these are literally the things that Blizzard has said Expect this. And, and so the arena community has expected it. And historically, it's been inconsistent, but we know you're capable of it. Like, uh, I, I don't know. This is this no longer a capability that Blizzard has? Like, I don't know, maybe things break, right? Maybe they added i really don't know how they could break um in in, in a way but maybe they did a, some system changeover or clean up some spaghetti code and that broke something else right like things happen right but, like tell us. um and yes i i, like, if you're I, I have seen a this deliver. news as well so uh
0: someone in chat is pointing out that like their data person tn has yeah. left okay and i saw data that person but has left but like, if it so relied might. on one person <laughs>
1: doing some actual
0: work there that is non-transferable in some way, then that initial statement is Like, I understand
1: if this isn't getting built out further because your main guy who's doing this has has left, but, like, they have other data guys. They do not have just one person doing their data. Right, if it is is personalized... And
0: if it is personalized towards someone in which another person can't easily replicate it, then it was never an easy system to begin with. That could be like so. I don't know. Once again, I don't want to well, also. Sit by here the way, this system was office. implemented
1: before this person was ever part of Team Five. FYI, right? So this this system was at least not developed by that person. Um. So uh. The, the, okay. Uh, my, my my the the point here is that if this happened at my workplace, people would get fired. And this happens at Blizzard quite a lot in Team 5, and nobody gets fired, so it's just something we expect to kind of happen now and then. That's just kind of what they do, and they don't really care about Arena to the extent that it would do whatever, and I don't think they fire people for this kind of stuff anyway. So it's just this culture of either a lack of communication when there are real problems that they should communicate, or a lack of care about the Arena probably a bit of both so um,
0: yeah the second scenario is such they see this situation and they think it's okay for at least the time being yeah exactly in which like, case they'll, they'll deal it with is it, not right
1: yeah. yeah um like they'll live with it it's not 60 percent win rate it's 56 percent win
0: rate right or and then the bottom two classes are 40 irrelevant. and 41 yeah, percent the bottom of classes are irrelevant all that matters is the time. um and i understand another common reply that they have is our internal numbers are different and i'm sure that they are and i'm sure that their numbers you know they can they're not that different look at certain categories and maybe they care about categories um a lot more but here's the thing like i i've i've always understood kind of like yes players will be angry if you look at arena hs there's a lot of angry people and i get it but I also think that, I, I just remember a comment that Ixar made that has always bugged me, and I know has always bugged a lot of people, and it's that comment, it's like, if you're not, it, basically he was like, you know, we can't remove every single card, because if you're not complaining about this, you're going to be complaining about something else that's sort yeah, of just human yeah. nature. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I think that misses the mark so much, because yes, people are complaining in Arena HS, yes, people will complain in Constructed about some things. But no, that's not the. Way, it's not this never-ending thing where people complain about something to the same degree with the yeah, same exactly. validity.
1: Um, like w- yeah. whenever an argument extrapolated shuts down all conversation, you know it's a bad argument. This is how conspiracy theories work, right? A conspiracy theory is just an argument where you cannot falsify it because the answer is always, that's what they want you to think. That's how conspiracy theories work. It doesn't matter if it's true. It's still a conspiracy theory Like, people are like, oh, it's a conspiracy theory, but what if it's true? No, no, no. The argument structure, like, I'm talking symbolic logic, actual, like, ones and zeros logic, right? You could break logic down into actual logic, not, like, rhetoric. In actual logic, this is not actual logic. This is a rhetorical device meant to shut down arguments. I and mean, XR made this comment a long time ago, and it's not even applicable to this exact situation. It's about uh, banning cards. So maybe applicable to, like, Abominable Lieutenant, right? But not right, right, hitting sure. the button. Um, but it's it's that kind of, like, thinking. It just generates, like, mistrust. Like I, I, the, Like, this is the kind of thinking that the people who are in charge of the product does. Like, there's only so much you can get after that point, right? Like, this is a valid line of reasoning to the people who are in charge of the product. So I'm not saying that means they're going to do a bad job, but I'm saying, what's the point of reasoning after that? Right. Because they've just shut down the possibility of reason.
0: Yeah. And look, once again, uh, I, I don't want to bring this up as like, I, I don't want to be sort of like that Asian parent that always like years later on. is like, Oh, remember that piano recital that you like bombed once again, not going through my personal experience. Um, but, so, th- it, I'm bringing it up just because it's one of those things in which um, well, like it, it, it it does stick with you, right? Yeah, and exactly.
1: That's going to be in the back of your mind whenever things like this happen. When, because that's literally what Blizzard has
0: said. When something like this happens, I'm just like can, like, can I actually believe that Blizzard will look at this and be like, well, maybe this is okay because things because the community will view like whatever we do it's like okay even if we make the top class 53 percent and the bottom class 50 or 47 percent or, uh, people will still complain about things and therefore we just shouldn't you know it's not worth it to do it right like not that they shouldn't do it i i think it would be more fair to say like then they might believe that it's not as worth it to do it or maybe you know it's not worth it to do it fast and we can just do it some other time because at the end of the day, people will always complain. And it's like, that's always in the back of my mind now because I'm, I'm like, is is that the reason? Because that would just be it untrue. It might
1: be. It might not be. It might like, be. It might not know, be. But, but you, it's pretty reasonable to think that
0: it could be, right? Because, like. I, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of these reasons. Either it is – so – for me, I'm actually hoping it is reason number one, in which it is because this system has kind of gotten away from their initial vision, and it is a little bit hard to implement right now. And in that case, I'm like, okay, I will follow suit and temper my expectations. I will, I will just do that um, because that's that's what I should do. Um, if it, it, but if Blizzard is looking at this and is like, you know what, this is okay for the time being. Um, it is absolutely not okay. Uh, and I hope that it, it's it's something in which they're just like, well, adult and Murps are kind of just like grumpy and they'll always complain about something. The arena community will always be grumpy and complain about things. Um, I hope they see that that's not true. But I, I don't know at this point. Because if we are at that stage... Um, then it means that like progress actually cannot happen like it, it it just can't so if we're looking at this and blizzard actually looks at this meta and is like these percentages are for the time being reasonable yeah. and the arena community can Th- i'm not, not saying not... even should can play this for like more than a month total i i i, I would just be very disappointed
1: yeah yeah, like, I mean, this isn't... Uh, we haven't said that much about it up to this point, um, but this front-page regular Hearthstone. When does Arena make front-page regular Hearthstone, right? Like, rarely, but that's how much people hate this meta. Um, people aren't even posting on Arena HS anymore, by the way, because, like, it's just, it's, it's just so bad. Um... I don't know. I played the least Arena in the week after release for this expansion. Even though the cards are, I think, for Arena, a lot better than the average release. Like, the cards released are so much more interesting than the average release in, in Arena uh, terms. But it doesn't matter when the meta's total shit. And the meta's total shit, partly because of the card's power levels, that's very difficult to deal with, but you gotta find a solution to that, and partly because you didn't hit the button, and presumably you already had a solution for that and you're not using it. Um, I think the button may just be, like, broke. Because I remember the last time they hit it, it made it worse. Like, that was the crap meta that we were stuck in for the longest time in the fall, um, before they did Dwell Classes, when, uh, when, you know, we both quit Arena. Um... It's uh, like that was after they pushed the button and it went horribly. So I think it may also be that the button just doesn't exist anymore um, because because I don't know it's not working somehow and they don't have someone who and they don't want to or they don't have the resources to or some combination of the two to to fix it. But so that, I I hope that's the case because that at least is a, a resource problem. Um, It's better than an attitude problem. Because if it's an attitude philosophy problem, I don't mean attitude like, oh, it's a mean person. I mean attitude like, we think this is just what Arena should be. Like, if that's the attitude, nothing's going to change that. Like, uh, you know, like, that's just just how things are then. They are God, right? They are the game developers. They are there to be God. We have no power. I think, you know, if it does reach the hearthstone
0: subreddit generally i think it's safe to say that yes this is like eh, that this attitude is being shared more with the general hearthstone audience and once again look the the general like the hearthstone subreddit is just the tip of the iceberg and the arena hs subreddit and also like people who are nerds and make arena podcasts are like the tip of the tip of the iceberg right and then there is a whole bunch of people who just play and don't partake in any of this aren't as serious about this at all but we are getting closer and I do try to think about what the average player enjoys and it's a lot of just human emotions right that's why when we talk about this we talk about how does it feel Um, regardless of your your kind of skill level here, how does it feel to lose like that? How does it feel to get this sort of draft at the very end? Um, Or how does it feel when you have to, uh, or when you discover for the first time, or when you have to keep going back to Aegis Replay to learn what's going on, right? And, And then, oh, did they... Um, even if you don't know the intricacies and the history of it some people who play casually could just learn it's like oh wait they do adjustments sometimes and they're like wait have they adjusted yet have they not better check this website and everything um but aren't actually involved with posting or listening to this podcast or, or watch streams or whatnot um and i think there it's like we can do better and i hope blizzard also feels the same way and i sincerely hope that they don't view it as just outliers. Um, And this is also why like, I think it's very telling when we talk about uh, these changes and how it's necessary and the criticisms, we're not talking about it's like, oh, this personally kind of like, you know, deflates win rates by this much or that. Well, I think we try to emphasize a lot. It's like, I think this is just less fun. And -hmm. then sometimes we say this is worse for competitive players in this and that way. Mm -hmm. And then we're also saying like, I think that this is just bad from a human psychology standpoint. And I don't think we're far off in some of these cases. And obviously you're going to sometimes find people that disagree, right? There are going to be some Timmies out there who love huge swings back and forth, who see it who see Arena as maybe just this wacky sandbox. And that's fine. We all play the game in different ways. But I think if we're looking at implementing changes that net are a net positive, um I certainly hope that Blizzard uh agrees with us that things can be better. And above all else, though, it's not like, like
1: huge it's, it's not like huge swings just necessarily mean bad. Like yeah. Bunker Sergeant is a huge swing. Yeah. That's an okay card to exist I That's mean. fine. Bunker Sergeant My like, Captain yeah. is a huge swing. That's an okay card to exist. Like, it's not like we're sitting here and we're just, like, huge swings are bad. I don't want it to come off like that. Like, we don't like huge swings, but you can do huge swings and still have a meta that is balanced. That's just not the case right now. No. um, And it's about kind of, like,
0: what the cards are, how much you can do against them and everything. So, yeah. I don't, look, I don't know exactly how Blizzard wants to do it because that's going to be up to them. I'm not going to say you can only do it this way. I will say, you know, if we roll around, and once again, I don't expect anything in the next two weeks. I think that's just unrealistic. You know, people are going on holidays, and unless they queued up something ahead of time. Yeah, they uh, might have queued
1: up something. They might have queued up something ahead of hope time. hope that on Tuesday. They,
0: they, they, they could have, but you know, I'm, I'm not expecting it, right? right? I'm not expecting it. Um, okay. But if we are, like, two weeks into January and nothing has happened then i'm just like this is you know this is really bad like Mm. uh if we're you know after new year's and i always give people like a few days after new year's you know like they're they're doing stuff and then they come back and it takes time to like build up momentum again but if we're two weeks into january and then a button still hasn't been pushed man that would be really disappointing because i think that By that time, it would mean there's just a philosophical difference in how you view game balance and game design, Um, and it's not like sort of Blizzard has a different philosophy from us. I think it's Blizzard has a different game philosophy from. A good chunk of their
1: player base, yeah, and that is well. their player base that cares, right? Their like, player base that cares, they, right? If they the, the problem with them is that if you look at numbers and you don't know how to look at numbers in that way, like you, you get a lot of bad data. Um.
0: So look, <laughs> uh, I don't want this to kind of be like, a, oh, like this is definitely, um, it's like oh, Blizzard just like. De- uh, i actually have like a good amount of hope for blizzard this year maybe that's like too much copium but i do like what i'm seeing in terms of the communications but what worries me is if there is just this fundamental difference in game design and philosophies um that is really disappointing because then that would mean that it's not something that can really be worked on. If it's so fundamental and so core, such that, for example, uh, the people working on the game are like, you know what, 40% win rate class is okay for this extended period of time. There's nothing I can do about that. I just have to throw my hands up and be like, I disagree, but this is a, a difference. But that would be so disappointing because I think a lot of us would say, uh that is just really unfun to play against or to play Mm -hmm. like then whenever you get warrior like i get warrior now i'm like great i have two classes um and i understand their stats internally might be different uh but i've also seen warriors i've seen (laughs) like so so, like i haven't played (laughs) warrior but i've drafted warrior and retired the deck it's bad it's real bad i don't want to play it so when I say I haven't played Warrior, that's, that's why. Like, I've, I've seen, I was like, oh, you know, how does this play out? I drafted, I'm like, okay, this is shit. Like, I'm, I'm not playing this. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it's a little bit of a melancholy situation we have going on. And once again, I don't know what's going on internally at Blizzard. The only thing we know is that the meta is in a state in which I think a lot of people aren't happy about. And we haven't seen changes yet. And I'm hoping no we see...
1: No changes. Fingers uh, crossed for Tuesday. Fingers Tuesday. crossed that's for Tuesday. If that's not happening, it's not happening until the second week of January at first. Right. At, at, at earliest. Uh, and then you just have to live in this meta. Um, okay. So, I think that's enough uh, ragging on Blizzard right now. And, and we'll feel a little silly if something comes out Tuesday. Uh, not that silly, because it still took them two freaking weeks to do anything. But, um, still... Um, I want to talk about our upcoming schedule for the stream for people that care, and then we'll get into a question from the GOAT, um, so, uh, the schedule coming up is, you're still doing Monday, right? Uh, tomorrow, yes. Okay, so we have a Monday night stream this week. This is the holiday schedule. We have a Monday night stream this week. We have a Christmas Eve stream that I'll be doing uh, solo. And then next Sunday, there will not be a podcast. And there will not be an Arena Coop. I will just be doing a solo stream because Murps is in Arkansas. Uh... You know, uh, and then also that Monday stream would also be canceled as the 27th stream is canceled and on the 26th it'll just be me that next Sunday, which means if you're listening to this on podcast, watching this on YouTube, you shouldn't expect one to come up at that point. But we are going to record a New Year's Eve uh, stream. We're going to do a co-op stream. Uh, It's going to be real cool. A lot of people are going to be here. Um, and by a lot of people, I, I, I mean in me and Brand New and Murps and maybe 4P, probably 4P, because she's hanging around the house, I assume. Um, and uh, we will do a podcast, we will do an Arena Coop, and we'll just kind of hang out through New Year's. Uh, and then, the Sunday after that, January 2nd, will again be a solo stream for me that Sunday, um, rather than a Light Forge and a, uh, and a Coop, uh, because Murps will be on, on another uh, trip, uh, maybe. Um, so, so yeah, so that means just to let you know, so instead of the next two Sundays having a Lifeforge podcast, there will be only one Lifeforge podcast and that will happen on New Year's Eve, which means it'll probably be released out into the public, like the actual podcast form and YouTube form, New Year's Day, hopefully, if not on New Year's Day, the day after New Year's Day. Um, so that's our schedule going forward. Uh, if you guys are wondering why I sound like this, question from the goat. up do you have COVID? And the answer is, I don't know, but I think I do. Um, I was in contact with someone with COVID at the company freaking end of year dinner where they gave us excellent steak, amazing crab legs. I was very happy with the whole experience. I felt very, uh, very good about everything. Good to see everyone again. But uh, someone there flew down from New York City the, uh, the center of COVID right now with, uh, with COVID. And so we were notified two days later, um, which is when I started experiencing symptoms. Uh, I'm okay, I think. I had a, I had a pretty bad fever for, for one day, and then it was good by like late night. Like I woke up at 3 a.m. and I was like, oh, I had a fever, but now I feel great. And uh, it's been fine since then, but the cause has been getting worse. So I took a COVID test today, because it's apparently really hard to actually get your hands on COVID tests now. Uh, I, I guess people are getting overwhelmed already. If you haven't heard the news, like, oh, we're about to get overwhelmed. Uh, we tried finding
0: them in stores. We couldn't find them.
1: Yeah, um, it's it, it. We tried on Friday to find a appointment for a COVID test. We couldn't get one until Sunday uh, morning. Um, so I will know by tomorrow, by Monday or Tuesday, whether I have COVID. But it doesn't really matter. What you know, that's just more for my knowledge. Um, on, you know, quarantining miss spider-man had tickets it was all ready to go saturday and i had to stay home uh so yeah so that's why i haven't been as talkative this one and uh, uh, if you're watching this on video you may see me sometimes uh cough and then no audio comes out because i've been doing microphone maneuvering so that you guys don't hear as many of the coughs anyway just wanted to give you guys an update on that. I'll be fine. Um, I'll be on stream again on Friday night if you want to come and wish me well. And that's Christmas Eve. Uh, and so hopefully everything will be good and I will not have a bad cough anymore. And nothing else will happen too. And we have tickets for Spider-Man on Christmas Eve on the at the matinee time. So I will have also finally freaking seen Spider-Man. Uh, which Merp saw yesterday And which everybody says Is amazing reviews um, So come check out The Friday night uh, Christmas Eve stream If you uh, If you want to hang out um, That's it Anything right. else you want to add Before we end the, the episode? Nope Cool, cool We kept this one under an hour One of the rare Under one hour Life Forge podcasts uh, Okay uh, That's it for us Until Not Until New Year's Eve This is Adwikta. Uh This is Merp See you guys Enjoying the Light Forge?